0: to serve.
1: my eyes see just Back respected listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM with your host Muhammad Sheikh. Uh, in our profile interview segment this week we feature a young dynamic stalwart through the Muslim Students Association who has been at the forefront of you know the protests somebody who has been involved whose heart and passion is directed at change for the betterment of our larger South African community. We welcome with us this afternoon Brother Nadeem Muhammad who is the Chairperson of the National Muslim Students Association. Brother Nadeem, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh and welcome to you.
0: Oh, alaykum as-salam.
1: Thank you for having me. it's an absolute pleasure and just for um, uh, to share with our listeners out there uh, brother Nadim and I alhamdulillah have uh, shared a wonderful relationship on the Muslim students Association it is time to perhaps put him in the roast seat and learn about his experiences learn about his um uh, you know growing up his personality as we journey on born to serve so brother Nadim walk us through your journey growing up tell us about your childhood, upbringing, etc?
0: So, yeah, it's a long time going back. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I was born in the south of Johannesburg in Indonesia, uh, where my my father is from. Uh, My father got married to uh, a woman from Zimbabwe, so I'm part Zimbabwean as well.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: And since then, uh, you know, family has faced many challenges. uh, And my life has been, you know, quite eventful and... Very diverse in the experience of, uh, I've had to the you know neighborhoods i've lived in to the schools i've attended uh and i think I think that has you know enabled the type of person I am today uh you know diverse views being mm-hmm. able to relate to different topics different people uh, yeah that that's basically it.
1: That's that's like a lot of inspiration already. I can imagine, Subhanallah. I just perhaps like to touch on maybe a memorable experience of childhood that resonates with you up to this day.
0: A uh, memorable experience as a child, uh, I'd say it's there. are way too many to count, but I think the ones that that always rank on top are, are those with people I love, uh, my yeah. family, friends. Uh, those rank as as. You know, the best moment is because those are the people who, you know, have shaped my personality, shaped who I've become. Uh, right. So I'd say those, those are on the top.
1: Hmm. Interesting. And I think we can all, um, you know, resonate experiences that we've had with family members, with uh, close friends, close colleagues of ours that actually contribute, uh, you know, in different ways to where we find ourselves in different positions today. Uh, Born to Serve, we focused on, we focus rather on leadership, leadership molding. Through your tenure as being the president As well as holding many other uh, Positions in different organizations What characteristics do you find As important For being a good Muslim leader?
0: Uh, Being able to listen Is definitely one of the top Mm. Uh, We find many leaders Are very quick to assert authority And uh, you know Tell tell it the way they want it to be But Mm. I think a good leader Is able to you know put their own feelings aside, put their own views aside, and take in everyone's opinions uh, I've always maintained that um, leadership isn't something that you assert it's something that uh, you you earn from people and the only way to let that happen is for for people to see that they have charge of the situation mm-hmm. uh, in that sense they get you you help develop future leaders right. uh, and you get everyone's views and everyone feels a part of whatever group you're in, Uh, Mm. I think that's the best characteristic
1: to have as a leader. Indeed. I mean, being able to listen, understand, and relate, I would think, in terms of, uh, you know, people's experiences, in terms of diversity, in terms of culture, etc. Definitely. When we analyze the beautiful and noble uh, history which Islam has as a means of legacy to us, I'm talking, referring to the youth, you know, indeed there are various lessons that can be found. Which is one of them that you think about as a constant means of inspiration? Uh, sure,
0: that's a difficult one. Uh, like I said, it would be the ability to to listening to people. Mm. Uh, we, we see the example in our Nabi Suralaya. Even al-S1. though he was the greatest leader mm. uh, to be sent down to the earth, he still listened right. to his companions and to his advisors. He didn't think that he knew everything and that uh, his way was the only way. Uh, I think that's very important to understand as a leader, that your way might not be the only way to do something. Uh, and maybe there's something you have overlooked. Uh, so, yeah, definitely that's something we should keep in mind
1: absolutely nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam proved to be the ultimate role model for every single one of us to follow by means of his actions his speech his interactions his character and various other noble traits uh do you perhaps have any other role models that you look up to in terms of uh inspiration yeah it's
0: also a difficult question um many people have asked uh, me over you know my lifespan, mm. like who your role model is. You know, it's a typical question in school, uh, right? right uh, 500 essay on who your role model <laughs> is? And it's always difficult because there's such a, a wide range of people to choose from. Um, mm. But I always keep it close to home. And uh, I'm going to be a bit, you know, of a mother, nice. uh, boy mm. now, but I'll say it's my mother. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's taught me a lot uh, that I've. I use in my life, and I think she's been instrumental in, in shaping who who I am now. So mm-hmm. I always look to her for guidance
1: and as an inspiration. Oh, definitely. And we hope that uh, Nadeem's uh, mummy is tuned in to us on our program, Born to Serve, um, to witness, you know, the, a great legend, so to say, a great inspirational leader that is inspiring us through different ways, different mechanisms, etc. Brother Nadeem, inshallah, uh, could you perhaps just hold with us? We'd like to go for an ad break, and we'll continue when we come back. Stay tuned, respected listeners. Born to serve. My eyes see injustice, my hands look for change. My tongue sing the sorrow of my
2: heart. The love of Allah combined with hope. Let's hold hands as we make a start. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah.
1: back respected listeners of radio voice of the cape 91.3 fm with us online all the way from the city of gold in south africa where actually the action all began earlier this week we have the president of the muslim students association brother nadeem mohammed welcome back brother nadeem exactly okay so we shifting focus right now uh, to something that happened recently, something that stirred our emotions, you know, a congregation of youth channeling the energies for a noble cause. The hashtag fees must fall campaign. Holistically, perhaps maybe you could reflect to our listeners out there, Brother Nadeem, about your perception of this entire campaign. Uh,
0: my perception? Mm. Uh, yeah, so... The the campaign's been going on for, I think, two weeks now. Uh, it started at birth, uh, where I study. Uh And looking back now, uh, I maintain this, that it was one of the greatest uh, moments in youth history in this in this country. Uh, it's the first time since the 1970s that we saw such a unified movement mm. in our youth. And it's the first time we felt so strongly about something. Uh, and I definitely think... This, this has been a turning point in in, the, uh, in our democracy, in that youth have now taken up uh, the position of activism and uh, leaders in our society. Uh, right. So, looking back, I definitely think the youth have now taken up their, their spot in society and have found their space uh, mm. to make change in society.
1: Indeed, yes, so subhanAllah, your perception. Uh, Tell us of your involvement. You were at the union buildings with your uh, whole heart and soul, and being at the forefront of everything.
0: I wouldn't say forefront of everything, but I was definitely involved mm. uh, from from the first day, but when we shut down uh, shut down the university uh, to the to the time that we were in Solomon Aslangu House uh, negotiating with our Vice Chancellor and Council. Uh, that time, we we spent most of the day and going into Saturday night in, in Solomon, uh, Saturday morning. Uh, mm. And then it moved on to, you know, meeting, well, this, a planned meeting with council the following Monday. That didn't happen. Uh, and then coaches in Brown, and around uh, the city center. And then obviously culminating in, in the union building march.
1: What was this? but it like you know listening to everybody chanting in different languages the, you, you know we we've been told regularly that we are born free so we didn't actually see the 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 event of Nelson Mandela being released um, you know in throughout the years or in the years that we were born the, perhaps do you think it resonated a little bit to to that that episode uh, i wouldn't
0: say because it wasn't a very jovial mood, like students mm. were not uh, happy about the march to right. Union Buildings, but I will definitely mm. say they were determined. Uh, the students were determined to go to Union Buildings and get what they wanted, which was a 0% increase and a commitment to free education. Mm. Uh, and definitely the crowds went with, uh, with determination, and they, they had their heart set on what they wanted, and right. they were going to achieve that. Uh, so a very determined crowd uh, that day. Uh, I wouldn't say jovial because it was it was a fight. Uh, It was Mm. something we needed
1: to, to fight for Some of the positives that you could Take out from the entire episode? Uh
0: Firstly, like I said, the unity among students. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw students leave their political affiliations aside, and we saw students from all walks of life joining. And we saw students who aren't really involved in, you know, student activism mm-hmm. actually start getting involved because this was now something that was important to them. Right. And also, we saw people who weren't even going to be affected by this increase, but who still stood in solidarity. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the greatest things that came out of this. And like I said before, it's it's shown us shown the youth how much power we have mm-hmm. and I think that is another great thing we can take from this is that we actually have the power to make change in society and I think that's great, going to be great for the future of this country because we will be able to change things that we see are wrong
1: mm, Definitely, I can resonate with that as well uh, the, the experience in, as a whole um, perhaps, do you think it might pave way for more progress in the future in terms of similar, th- similar things?
0: Uh, Inshallah, if the mm-hmm. the, mom- the momentum is kept by the students and we right. don't lose this uh, mm-hmm. the momentum that we've been going with, mm-hmm. I definitely think this can turn into a movement that uh, that will go on to decolonize completely our tertiary in- institutions and. Uh, effect real transformation uh, something Mm. that we've been calling for since 94 uh, but that hasn't happened yet so definitely if we keep with the same momentum there's a lot we can change i mean you've seen it over these past two weeks uh systems and uh concepts have been abolished that have been in existence for a long time right Uh, many universities next year won't have registration fees many universities are going to start insourcing workers where for the past Fifteen years that hasn't happened. Mm. Uh, so we we have definitely achieved quite a lot in these past three weeks, and we can only achieve much more going forward.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. There were chants of, uh, you know, free education. Something that that. Slightly stands out, you know, amongst uh, amongst the other reasons for the protest. Um, Given our current state in finance, different media reports, etc., do you perhaps think it's a good thing that everybody be given free education?
0: Uh, Definitely. I've said before. uh, I was actually involved in a panel discussion on ITV, Mm. and there I said that we we are a developing country. We can't consider ourselves developed yet. Yes. And the only way to become developed is to empower our youth. And if education is not free, there's no way we can do that, possibly, because mm. for majority of our youth, the only way to get out of the poverty cycle to better your, your own circumstances is through a tertiary education right. and a tertiary qualification. Mm. Uh, very few of us will be able to you know start a million-dollar business by ourselves. Yes. Uh, so I definitely think a free education is very necessary for South Africa to develop and to grow. I mean, we see growth in South, in South Africa really slowing down almost to 1%. Mm. Uh, and if we want South Africa to grow more, uh, to become uh, you know, a leader in in the continent and in the world, uh, we definitely need to
1: educate our youth. Definitely. I would agree. Absolutely. There were certain things that added to the mood not being more jovial. We've seen incidents of, of um, uh, you know, um, violence. We've seen incidents where shops at campuses were looted, etc. Being a Muslim leader, do you think that, you know, perhaps we should actually draw a stance in terms of not, uh, um, you know, propagating such type of types of behavior.
0: Definitely, we can't propagate violence and you know destruction. Mm. But I do, I do feel that we need to look. We need to understand where such acts come from. Mm. We need to we need to really think deeply on how frustrated and how angry must someone be to right. you know sit. A light to a bookshop, a, a bookshop, a, a, a bookstore, or you know, to toilets at the union buildings. Uh, we have to obviously advocate for non-violence, mm-hmm. uh, peaceful protesting, yes. because we've seen that's what gets results. Uh, mm-hmm. The minute violence is involved, it really, it really derails the whole movement because we've seen that the media are really looking to yes. discredit the movement, uh, and we need to at all costs not allow that to happen but we do also have to understand where such acts come from. Mm. Uh, And when when we bring ourselves to that understanding, then we won't be so quick to, you know, uh, condemn and such things because it really takes a limelight off, off the limelight
1: of of the politics that that has happened. Yes, yes, indeed. I mean, lots of focus uh, is given to these negatives that sometimes uh, the objective the main the ultimate uh, aim behind such protests and such uh, you know standing up to your rights uh, environment or um, action it actually uh, becomes overshadowed. But nevertheless, nevertheless, uh, what would you like to see as our um, uh, our future as South African youth, you know, in terms of our education, in terms of employment, and things like that. Uh, what would you envisage for our future?
0: Uh, firstly, obviously, being a leader of a Muslim organisation, uh, I really want to see more Muslims get involved in such uh, struggles. Mm. Uh, we've always said that the Muslim community, especially the youth, are very apathetic, uh, in that they they don't see why they need to get involved in in such things. And right. a lot of our challenges as AMSA in this focus mm-hmm. was actually convincing our members mm-hmm. uh, that this is something you need to fight for. If, even if you aren't physically, uh, individually affected by the increase, it's something that you need to fight for because of the principle. So firstly, definitely, I want to see more Muslims get involved in these mm-hmm. type of circles, these type of struggles. Uh, and for the youth as a whole, uh, we definitely start taking a more active role in our lives. Uh, mm-hmm. And we've seen this in, in this uh, protest. We didn't just sit by and let mm-hmm. government sort it out, or just take the increases as they like, came. We we took a stand and we we said we wanted something, and we made sure we got it. So Absolutely. we became more active citizens in our society, and I think this has given us that platform uh, to become that.
1: Perfect. The platform for engaging, platform for uh, you know bringing about the best that we can find. From our Muslim youth and youth in general, we just have an SMS that has come in as a dedication to the program. Salam, Sheikh Mohammed. You should host this program twice a week because it is just good. MashaAllah. JazakAllah khair to the sender. Remember, dear listeners, you can SMS us on four seven nine one three as well as call us on zero two one four four two three five three zero. Brother Nadeem Mohammed with us on the line is the president of the National. Muslim Students' Association, or known as Muslim Students' Association Union. Uh, you know, this experience of being on an MSA, how has it shaped you to become a progressive leader?
0: Uh, it's, it shaped the the progressive thinking in that you're involved in many different spaces. Mm. So in the MSA, you aren't just involved in a spiritual aspect. You're involved in student service. Mm. You're involved in looking after students' needs. You're yes. involved in politics. You're mm-hmm. uh, involved in community service, so right. uh, being part of the MSA really opens up your your experience to a whole wide range of things that you wouldn't have if you just you know joined any other organisation that has a very specific focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you look at the MSA, union, uh, the positions we have, it ranges from politics to media to community service uh, to you know structures and uh, establishing MSAs. So it really develops your your thinking in that you are able to, as as we mentioned earlier, to relate to different scenarios and to actually have experience in different uh, spheres of society.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. What as we, meaning youth, um, uh, what can we do rather to ensure that we encourage fellow friends, family, colleagues, etc. to be active social members of society?
0: Uh definitely from an Islamic point of view, uh using Islamic basis and Absolutely. uh motivation motivation for the struggle for social justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Sallallahu was a revolutionary in his time. He he came and he changed the society that he was born into yes. completely uh, because there was so much wrong happening mm-hmm. in society and so much evil. Uh and that's sometimes sometimes is something we overlook in that we we have Islam is a revolutionary uh, religion, mm-hmm. and if implemented completely and correctly, we can definitely make a change change in the world. So mm-hmm. definitely, to encourage you know fellow Muslim brothers and sisters. An Islamic basis is always you know first, for definitely, a uh, absolutely. Secondly, is a hum- humanitarian, anyone mm-hmm. who cares about people yes. should be able to take up a social justice challenge, mm-hmm. uh, because ultimately that's what you're fighting for. You're fighting for. Them empowerment
1: of people. Absolutely. Technology has been a pivot in our lives in terms of creating awareness, driving protests, changing countries in fact, uh, or or bringing down revolutions etc. How can we as Muslims use social media effectively?
0: Uh, definitely by highlighting issues we find mm. find in the world. Uh, actually interestingly enough the Juma Khosa at my local mosque about social media okay. and uh, being able to use it you know, effectively. Mm. Uh, and we saw this in those protests in that uh, students use social media to tell their story and to really give a full account of what was happening on the ground and highlighting, you know, different injustices that came across such as police brutality and racism and sexism. Uh, and mm. It's definitely been a struggle on all fronts, an yes. institutional struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can definitely continue using media in that manner uh, to highlight these issues. Uh, I mean, if we don't have social media, I don't think this, this protest would have reached the magnitude it did. I mean, after two days, it became a national protest mm. uh, without social media. Uh, I don't think that would have happened. So we can definitely use media as a uniting force right. uh, as well uh, mm. to unite people across the country.
1: Most definitely. Uh, you know, using technology in the means that uh, promotes the best interests of a, of a community, as well as keeping within the boundaries and the basis of Islam, as you've mentioned. Um, in terms of the Muslim Students Association, what is the Muslim Students Association, uh, you know, doing in terms of, um, you know, the political friends or the political arena to create awareness nationally?
0: Uh, so, definitely, we encourage our our chapter MSAs to mm. get involved in politics on their campus. We right. uh, strongly advocate for a political officer of some sort. Yes. Now, get involved in, in elections, SRC elections. Get involved in student governance.
2: Mm. Because
0: by getting involved in student governance, you, you get acquainted with the real issues that students face. Because obviously, uh, most of the time, Indian Muslims come from a, a privileged background. Yes. You can't really understand mm. the issues and the the injustices that people face in society. So getting involved in student governance really puts you in that place to understand really deeply how how bad uh, things
1: are. Mm, Definitely. In order to be a successful leader and to be accountable uh, or to take the responsibility for student governance, you need to strike the right balance is what I believe in. How do you juggling academics, being part of the MSA, juggle the right balance?
0: Uh, it it comes with great uh, experience, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've learned, you know, time management during high school, and it's something one of my strengths. Uh, but it's definitely important to you know, you know, remain balanced. You can't just always be in all the time. You can't yes. just always be academic all the time. You need to find space for spiritual upliftment. Uh, you need to find space for social interaction as well, mm-hmm. uh, because that also helps you to grow. Uh, you can't be a leader and not be able to interact with people yes Uh, so definitely you need to you need to find time Uh, and it's uh, something that you can learn anyone can learn how to do it uh, just with practice
1: absolutely a leader is somebody who is uh, a contributor to society, amongst many other definitions. Um, you go to, through many stress balls from time to time, you know, that hurl themselves towards you and sometimes may demotivate you. If I could perhaps put you in a position to give a shout out to all our youngsters, our youth out there, uh, you know, in, in order to become active citizens of society, what would it be?
0: A uh, shout out to, <laughs> to all the youth, all our uh, youth out there,
1: from the heart yeah. of our MSA president Nadi Mohammed.
0: Uh, to the youth out there, I definitely want to say that uh, we mustn't just we mustn't be comfortable in the position we're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, always aim for something better, if not for yourself, for your society, for your family. And in that way, <clears> we, we keep moving forward. If you just remain comfortable in whatever stage of life you find yourself in, yes. uh, society becomes stagnant. So. Improve yourself. If there's something in your family you don't, uh, you want to change, change it. If there's something in society that you want to implement or change, do it. And by if we all take up that challenge to improve anything in our lives, mm-hmm. uh, we move forward as as a,
1: a society. Absolutely. And lastly, to conclude the roast seat, what can our president be doing at times when he's not juggling his books with his um, MSA involvement as well as other commitments? What are your leisure hobbies?
0: major hobbies. Uh reading, uh that I'm sure many many students are involved in that one, at least I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, but reading is definitely a hobby. Uh okay. in terms of friends. Uh, friends really help you, you know, find motivation to carry on. Uh, especially if you have like minded people around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely, you know, social interaction as I said, but people who really care about you. Uh who, who gives you the motivation
1: to carry on. Absolutely. So reading, find yourself, um, you know, in an encyclopedia of many, many literature. Unfortunately, I can't say the absolute same for myself. I like like the outdoors a little bit more. But nevertheless, diff- different contrasting personalities make us unique in the way we are. But our basis being Muslim and our fundamental being Islam. Brother Nadeem Muhammad, we say, Jazakallah khair, Ahsanul al to yourself for taking out the time and um, being with us on our journey, Born to Serve.
0: for having me and to your listeners for
1: tuning It's an absolute pleasure. We bid you farewell. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Voice of the Cape, that was Nadeem Muhammad, the president of MSA Union, or um, uh, Muslim Students Association Union.